I'm surprised. I actually thought that I'm going to work for you because of the mini task. And then I remember you sending me like little videos. Congratulations. I like those videos a lot because it's short and it's very straightforward. Today's show is sponsored by WinTheHourWinTheDay.com, where we help you, the entrepreneur, stop working so hard. Check us out, WinTheHourWinTheDay.com. Hey entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? For years, I was always rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I needed to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Get quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get to your next win now. Would you like to know how to get time back so you can get to the real work? Take our win time back quiz. It's been designed to show entrepreneurs just like you, your blind spots. And really, it's awesome because it totally provides instant actionable steps on how to improve. It takes less than two minutes. It's free and you receive customized results instantly, instantly. Check it out. The link is in our show notes. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day. And I am your host, Chris Ford. And today, you know me, I'm always excited about everything, but I really am excited about today's guest. I want to welcome to the show. This is a very unique show. I want to welcome Rika Morano. Welcome to the show, Rika. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, Chris. <laughs> Okay, this is a really a really behind the scenes and it's going to really be enlightening for you, for me, and even for Rika. So Rika is one of the virtual assistants that I found hired onboarded for one of my clients and in the winner's circle. And what we do as part of working with us is we will find you a virtual assistant, whatever you need for your team. Now that's a very small part. We're not a hiring agency. We don't do that solely in any capacity, but what we want to do is eliminate that era and that growing pain and that learning curve for you so that we can get to the real work in your business. So as my clients all say, you, they get 25 hours back a week within the first month of working with us. And solely really that's dependent on some of the infrastructure we set up that really just makes you let you play in your business, fall back in love with your business and not working crazy hours, all that stuff. And in order to execute some of those things we put in play, you definitely need help because otherwise you're just a sufferpreneur. So we, Rika works with one of our clients, Christine, and you can listen to another, I should know the episode, but she also was on our show talking about how her income, like I think tripled or quadrupled, and she works like one quarter of the time. And through that conversation, uh, we were talking about the hiring process and how Rika had said to Christine, I didn't even know if I was passing it. It was the most craziest hiring process I'd ever been through. So I thought, let's talk about how I, you know, my 12 step win process for hiring VAs. And so you guys can learn. And then as well, cause we've got like a 95% retention rate. We do really well with this. So I, this will be fun for me. Cause I'm going to hear the other side from Rika. I've never discussed this with any of the applicants before. Rika, let's start from the beginning. How long have you been a virtual assistant? Four or five years now. Okay. For five years. And you found my hiring process to be different than the others. Is that true? Yes, it's very unique. And it only lasted for less than a minute, I think. <laughs> okay. So I do, I have a 12-step hiring process. So the first step 
I hop on screen and what I do is I will have a Zoom meeting and I'll have, I could have 20 or 30 people waiting to meet with me. Now, let me back up for a second, just so you understand how these are selected is we don't even look at your resume. We look at your cover letter and how you communicate because a virtual assistant is somebody that's going to be hopefully freeing me, making me not the choking point in business, give me back time. And so you're looking for somebody that can clearly communicate. So on the cover letter, I'm looking for things like really well laid out, lots of white space, like I'm capable of doing boom, not big clunky paragraphs. So first off, you got to this part of the process because of your cover letter, not because your resume. I never looked at your resume, never open it. We go by the cover letter. Do you find that interesting? Yes. <laughs> so there you go. You wrote that big resume and you still need to have it. I'm not telling people you should never resume, but we never look at them. Okay. Then what happens is, so in the Zoom meeting, I will have, I could have 15 or 20 people waiting for me. And I do tell you guys that I say, listen, we've inviting you to an interview. And then here's the link. You might have to wait up to 20 minutes. So it'll be other people being interviewed. So I do warn you of that. Correct. Perfect. Now, the other thing I do is when we invite you to the interview, we are also looking on how you reply. When you reply to that email, actually, so on the platform, we don't stay, there's different platforms, everyone for different opportunities. So people say, where do you get these people? It really depends what kind of person you're looking for. What kind of, is it a VA? Is it a graphic designer? That's a whole conversation on its own. But within this platform that I'm on, and some platforms don't allow you to give an email address and take it off the platform. This one does. And so then I say to you, hey, welcome. We would love to invite you to an interview. Can you reply to this email? Let me know if you're coming. I'm looking to see if you reply to the email instead of inside the platform, because I give you your first directive. Are you paying attention to detail? Mm -hmm. Then you go over there and you say, yes, I'll be coming. And then I'm looking at how you respond, like how you talk to me. Is it over formal? Is it like, oh, great. Do I, do I hear the personality in the email? Hey, Chris, I'm excited about the interview. See you then. So I'm looking for that. So there you've already had too many tests. And then what happens, Rika, is you show up and this probably sounds familiar to you. I open up the screen or I accept you into the room and I say, Rika, this is a quick interview to see if you make it to the main interview. Rika, can you tell me why you think you'd be a good fit for this job? Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Okay. Now, something I do that here's really, it's so small, but it really matters. The, I say your name once, twice, sometimes three, not, three times. I will say your name. I want to hear if you're listening to me because sadly, a lot of people have been trained to then do like a speech. Hi, I want to first introduce myself. My name is Rika and I've been a V. Okay. First of all, I asked you a question. You're not answering me. And secondly, you didn't listen because I said your name. Sometimes within a second, I know that person is done. You're not listening to me. So I say, hi, Rika, this is a quick interview to see if you make it to the main interview. I'm letting you know this is going to be super quick. Can you tell me why you think you'd be a good fit for this job? And then you jumped in as like, Chris, and even just you calling me Chris, which by the way, the name is on the Zoom. It's not a big thing, but you dove right in and started to answer you. You got to it. So that's what I was looking for in that first minute. I'm like, how quickly can she get to it? Can she answer questions? 
Also, I'm looking how professional are you? Are you showing up looking for an interview? You're a VA. Do you have a virtual background? Are you set up? I'm looking for, do you look professional? Do you act professional? Do you know what professional means? I'm telling all that everyone. I'm looking at that literally within five seconds. I can tell you five things about you in that interview. So within five seconds, I know if we're going to talk for 30 seconds or three minutes. Crazy. So tell me what it was like when you're like, I, you got that super crazy quick interview from me. You're like, like, what did you feel like? Did you feel disappointed? Did you think that was crazy? Tell me your side of it. It's very neutral for me. I feel nervous at the same time. I don't know if it shows, but I am really nervous during not only your interview, but during interviews, I really feel that. And then it's so fast. I don't know. It's so crazy fast. Really, it's not exaggerating, but that's the real thing. It's crazy fast. And I don't know, curiosity hits me. I don't know what you are looking for, really. <laughs> I really don't know. While I'm done with the interview, if I'm still on the background, I'm observing the interview. So I saw the other. Oh, okay. Okay. Let me explain. Let me explain. So hold on one second. Okay. So what she's saying right here. Okay. Let me, that takes us to the next step. Okay. So first of all, yeah, interviews can be nerve wracking. I get it. And I try to be as warm and friendly as I can, but I can see where it would be shocking when the interview is over so quickly. So what happens is I looked at you, you were bright, you were awake, you were articulate, you answered my question, you looked professional, you had a lot of ticks. Boom. So then I say, Rika, I'm going to give you an email. It's different than the email address you currently have. I want you to follow up with me and say, Chris, you told me to follow up with you after this interview. So here's what happens. I'm now giving you yet another email. And I want to see, are you going to follow direction? You would be surprised how many people then just go and email me and they're emailing the old email they had. And they'll say, okay, you told me to follow up with you. And I just say, wrong email. And they're done. They're out. That's it. Because a VA is supposed to be somebody that has an eye for detail, that takes care of important tasks, does all the stuff. So if you can't, and especially when I tell you it's a different email address, right? So I say, this is a different email address because I can get where you go to type in your email and it pops up and you think, oh, that's the one I have, go. So I say to you, Rika, this is a different email address than you currently have. I want you to follow up with me and let me know, say, Chris, you told me to follow up with me. So A, I'm going to look at how quickly you reply. If you reply like a day later, we're done. I want to see you right up when you get off the call right away. And then two, I say to you, because it's really weird. I don't know why the Zoom won't let you copy and paste, but I say, you can stay on the call as long as you would like, as long as you need to get that email address, just take your video off. So what happens, what you're talking about is I said, okay, I'm going to move on to the next person. And I put the email in the chat. And I ask you to take their video, your video off. So when that new person comes on, they don't think that you're interviewing them. But so what you're saying is you turn the video off to get the email address. I moved on to the next person and you stayed on to say, hey, what's she going to do with that person? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what did you learn from that? I think you interviewed a lot, like 20, 20 applicants. Oh, you they... stayed on for a bunch of times. Yeah. Okay. So this is really interesting. This is really, I'm learning something because a couple of times I've seen people do that. And I think 
do they not have the email address? Are they not following? Like, what are they doing? Are they stuck? How, do they not know how to get the email address? No, they're listening to see what I'm saying to the other applicants. Why not? Oh, okay. Okay. That's very helpful for me to know. Okay. That's smart. I would do that. I'd be like, oh, I'll just sit here and see what she says. Okay. So what did you, what kind of information did you get from when I was interviewing other people? I'm observing the applicants that would pass your taste or your qualifications. So firstly, I noticed that you really need a good physical appearance in a background, like something professional or pre presentable. That's what you're uh, looking for. You see how you first look at it and then how they answer your questions. I think, I don't know if some other applicants passed that time, but I'm not sure. I think few. <laughs> yeah, five. yeah. Some days, I would say sometimes if I interview two people, if I'm lucky, I'll get three. But here's the thing, I do, I do it really fast. So I can interview 20 people in 15 minutes. Right. It's really great because I see people online teaching people how to hire like I do. And they'll, their videos and they'll show somebody how they comb stuff for like three, four hours. Who the heck is time for that? And I also think too, this is really interesting, everyone, because back in the day before, I mean, I started outsourcing long before anybody else. I've been doing this for oh, a long time, 12, 14 years. I was one of the, I didn't know anybody outsourcing when I started. But when I had to hire my first person in office, like that was going to work with me and I met with them, what was really horrible is... I would have interviews the first time I didn't know, I would think, oh, I'll give, let's say I have four people coming for an interview, four people, oh my gosh, which is so small compared to now. And then I would meet them and within five minutes, I'd know they're not the right fit at all. And then they're sitting there and you're stuck with them for 15 minutes because how can you say within five minutes, you can get up and leave now because we're both sitting in the same room, but it's wasting their time. And I think giving people a false hope and it's wasting my time. And it's not a judgment. It's just sometimes people say stuff like two minutes into the interview that there's nothing there. Like yeah. with virtual people, I think the big thing is when I say to them, can you tell me why you think you'd be a good fit for this job? You probably said something like, I've been doing this for five years and here's some of the things I've done. And then you start dropping keywords. Like I've been really good at executing my, on the, my clients ambitions. And I do this by working on these different platforms. I'm looking for substance. Some people will show up and say, I really care about people and I really want to help you with your business and I want you to be happy. And I'm, and it's like just weak stuff. So it's, you know what? You don't really have anything. You're just trying to, we got to move on. Right. So that's back in the day, you'd be held prisoner. So now you're right. I can interview 15, 20 people. And sometimes I'll only get two people out of that, but at least I'm moving through them really quickly. So you're right. I don't think I got anybody else that day. So you stayed on, you're really good at observation. So you're right. I was looking for professional. Anything else you noticed? I didn't. Um, this is fascinating. I didn't know you did that. I think how they answer your questions. If they are smart, they, they sound intelligent kind of deal. Yeah. Just try to answer straightforward. And I, I remember you told me not to call you ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And then someone's saying ma'am. So I think. I told you not to call me ma'am. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That now there, this is what I'll do. I will give people tips. A, to help them because I care. B, because I want to see if you're listening, right? So that sometimes is a cultural thing in different cultures. Or so in your culture, often you'll say, ma'am, and it's supposed to be a sign of respect, like you're the lowly employee and I'm the important boss. We don't operate under that 
formula at all with me or my clients in the winner's circle. We're all about a team. We don't want you to be some obedient task. Like I'm the teacher, you're the student, I'm the parent, you're the child and you do work and I check on it. No, we want you to be an equal team member that really helps us move our business forward. And we want to collaborate with you. So we want you to have a voice and to be confident. So that calling me ma'am. So I corrected you right away. I said, don't call me ma'am. Cause we were, we're looking for people that are equals that we can really work together with, right? We don't want to be your boss kind of deal. And so then you and other people that you heard call me ma'am if i didn't correct they probably did so many other things wrong in the interview that i couldn't help them we'll help people so i helped you because i wanted you to do well with the interview when i moved you to the next stage if you met our client and i also wanted to give you tips and there's sometimes i'll stop and give people tips say you know what you sound really smart here's some things you can do better in your interview i'll ask them i'll say are you looking for feedback and then i'll give them some tips even if i don't hire them I see that they're trying and I'll give them some tips, but you're right. The ma'am thing also makes you look like what I would call an outsourcer. So if you were working for me and then you're emailing someone of my clients and you're calling them ma'am, it just really shows that you're not modern deal. So you're right. I corrected you on ma'am. Okay. What else? You're giving me all the goods. All the, the interview straightforward asked me and then I answered you and I think I answered correctly. That's why I was chosen. And then with the interview, I think that's it because that's super short. Yeah. So your interview would have been longer. And I think we talked maybe about three minutes, right? Maybe three, mm -hmm. four minutes. And what I do, what I, which you didn't hear me say because, or maybe I said it to you, but I say to people who I definitely know that I'm not going to hire. And I say to them, we will let you know within the next 24 hours if you make oh, it yeah. to the main interview okay and i tell that to people because i want them to know they're i think it's mean to have somebody wait and wait oh maybe i'll hear by friday oh it's close to the weekend maybe next monday and they're mm -hmm. sitting there hoping so i think it's a kind thing to do to let people know when to stop waiting so i always say to them Listen, you, we'll let you know within 24 hours if you make it to the main interview. Boom. So that's my nice thing. So I do that. Then when you email me at the correct email address like you did, then I give you a mini assignment. So how did you feel about that mini assignment? If I remember it correctly, it's like I am I will research podcasts, posts, shows, and I'll... I forgot, but that's how yeah. you asked me to do that mini assignment. And I think I did great on that one because I love to research. So yeah, I did it great. <laughs> you did do it great. And I love your confidence. So first of all, we have to remind, we, I don't think we told anybody, you've now been working with Christine for a year. So some mm -hmm. of this stuff you may have forgotten. So what I do is I always test people, a mini test before you hire them. Really super important. Many years ago, like I said, when I was hiring for my office inside and they're going to come work with me, my first assistant, I had narrowed it down to two candidates and it was a guy and a girl. And I was really leaning towards the guy. I thought he just seemed like a go-getter, whatever. And at the time, this is like almost 14 years ago, at the time we were, where I was, we were having a local we were having a local election and we at the time did business with politicians. So I said to them both, could you show up with the interview and let me know who the candidates are for our local election? Because we often work with politicians. We help them with their marketing because I was a marketing messaging type person back then. 
And uh, the guy who I thought I was going to hire, he said, oh, I asked my mom and she thought they weren't out. The list wasn't out until Tuesday. The girl showed up and said, the list isn't out until Tuesday, but here's the, here's the website where you can get the list. And I called the office and the list will be released at 10 a.m. Tuesday morning. And you're like, oh, okay. So it was a mini test, but it told me a lot. So what I said to you is, hey, I, even though it's like I'm hiring you for one of my clients in the winter circle, I say, listen, I do a lot of podcasts. I would like you to find three podcasts that you think would be a good fit for me. What I'm looking for is you're probably going to do research online to see who I am and what kind of podcasts I do. Then what I'm really, really looking for is A, are these three podcasts at all realistic? One person gave me like a podcast at Oprah. Yeah, I'm sure Oprah has a podcast. A, I'm not going to get on it. B, we're not going to talk about business. That's not what Oprah talks about. So that's what she said. This is my favorite podcast. I didn't ask you for your favorite podcast or ones that you like to listen to. I said, what would be, where should I go? So I'm looking to see, if, are they realistic? But what I was really looking for is I'm looking for how you show me that information. Here's the title, here's the link, and here's why I chose it. That's huge. Sometimes somebody will give me, here's three podcasts no links. And am I supposed to, if you're my VA, you're supposed to tell me stuff and I'm now supposed to go find the links. That's ridiculous. So what I was really looking for is how you show me that information. And yes, you did spectacular. So did you, and I tell people like when I'm telling other people, I'm not looking, I'm just giving you something little. I'm not looking to get free work from you. I'm not looking to exploit anyone. I just want to give you something that should really take you like 15 minutes, a half hour. If you're doing, if you're really trying to make sure you get it right. But I just want to see, you know, people can talk about all kinds of things, but the details are really transparent when you get somebody to just do the smallest test. So you were okay with doing the test? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so that was the big thing. And then I invite you to the main interview. And by that point, you've already, whether you realize it or not, you've been through about 10, about 10 little mini tests. Then I'm really getting to know you. But by the time I do the main interview, I'm like 85% sure you're going to be hired. I'm now just getting more information, making sure that you're consistent on that second interview before I introduce you to the client. I want to make sure you're like, it's good. And also, if I gave you some tips, like maybe you didn't have a virtual background or maybe your camera, like sometimes their camera setup's really bad. Like they've got a second screen. So they're looking at the second screen. And now in the video, you're looking at the side of their face. And I say, I know what you're doing. You're looking at me on your second screen, but it looks ridiculous. If you're going to be an in interview, you have to look into the camera, right? So okay. if I give you tips and then you show up to that main interview and you're not following my tips, you're not listening, right? But most of the time, if you make it to that main interview, we're good to go. And then I'm just prepping you and telling you a little bit more about how we operate and this whole setup because you're not actually working for me. And at that point, you may not know that. At that point, you may think, oh, she's the mm -hmm. one that's interviewing me. I'm going to work for her. And yeah. now I'm explaining to you, you know, we have other people you're going to work with. And you're like, oh, okay, whatever. There's no point explaining that to you in the beginning. If you don't make it this far, it would just be a waste of my time telling this to a whole bunch of people that I didn't hire. Make sense? So were you surprised or you're totally okay when I'm like, okay, so here's the deal. You'd be working with one of my clients. 
Yeah, I'm surprised. I actually thought that I'm going to work for you because of the mini task. And then I remember you sending me like little videos. Congratulations. I like those videos a lot because it's short and it's very straightforward. You like sending me tips and congratulating me. So yeah, I love that part where you're sending me those videos. <laughs> okay, that's a good point. So when we hire you, we do the onboarding for our clients in the winter circle. So when we hire you, we send you a little video, congratulations, and then we start preparing you. And we have these little videos to tell you like when you'll get paid, when this will happen, when that will happen. All those questions you have that are awkward when you're new at a job. Do I get paid every week? Do I get paid every two weeks? You don't want to ask, but we all need to get paid. So we onboard what we call, we onboard you for our client. We do all the paperwork. We get you to sign different forms. And then we have what we call the win team learning center. So then you can go into the learning center and it can tell you a whole bunch of different little things to get you ready for that job. No, we don't, you won't have to use a time tracker. Yes, we have to be set up with a VPN and blah, blah, blah. All these little things that would come up that first week you get to watch those videos and you show up for that job prepared, wouldn't you think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's really good because I always remember what it's like when you're new. And especially when I was back in the day working in, let's say, a new job or an office, it was awkward. Who do you ask questions to? That person sitting beside you, whatever. But when you're virtual, you're like, you're kind of got no one to ask a question to. Think what makes it really successful for you and all our clients in the winner's circle is how prepared we have you when you start working for the client. And then at the same time, we're preparing our client how to have little meetings with you. Don't just dump work on them. Don't meet with them once a week. Meet with them every day. Build a team. Do all these things. Teach them how to use their voice. You don't want them to be obedient. You want them to be inclusive. You want them to share their ideas. So we're working behind the scenes with, with our client, which is your team leader, and we're working with you. So I would, I would hazard a guess that this has been a very successful and different experience as a VA because of all that stuff we do. Have you noticed a difference? Yeah, of course. Like the, what I mean by that is Christine just doesn't throw work at you and then checks on you once a week. You have a you have a much bigger role, I would think, in her business than you probably had in other businesses. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I actually can run the social media task even though she's not working. Yeah, I think I have a big impact on on her business right now. Yeah, especially right now because she is away for a month, I think like in Costa Rica or somewhere, like somewhere crazy far away where she has no phone access. Mm. You're running the show for the month. And that's the thing. She said to me that, Chris, I couldn't even take a Sunday afternoon off before. And now she's going away for a month. The business is totally fine and you're in charge. And that's because we have all these systems set up. It's very easy. You're a team player. You know what to do. It's because of the work you've been doing with her last year. It really gives her a lot of freedom and gives you a lot of independence. And I think a lot of enjoyment in your job when you're not just sitting there doing basic repetitive admin stuff. Like you, you have to use your brain. You have to contribute. You have to think. So I'm sure it makes your job much more interesting than many of the other jobs you probably had. Yes. Interesting because she even calls me a client project manager so it's not a virtual assistant so that sounds good to me <laughs> yeah 
And I do call it virtual assistant when I'm talking to you on this show, because I want people to understand what we're talking about, but you're right. Like I have a team and I have a project manager and I have a content manager and I don't call any of them my VA. And if I did have a VA, I still wouldn't call it my virtual assistant. I would just call it my assistant. Like, why do we have to label it's virtual? Somehow to me that waters it down, but yeah, I think it's really super important. And I think that title does matter because when you have a VA or virtual assistant, one of the mistakes that people make is they start dumping more and more work on that VA. Oh, you're here to do this. And then we ask you to do this. And then we have social media. And then we have you working in Canva. And then we, all of a sudden, then a year later, they're like, oh, she used to be really good. Yeah. Now you have her running in 15, him or her, in 15 different directions. And you're asking her to have too many skill sets, him or her, right? So I think it's really helpful. You're right. She calls you the client project manager and her tasks for you are super important. She has you helping with LinkedIn, leveraging appointments. I know the first week you worked for her, she said, Chris, in one week, because of the work you were doing with LinkedIn that she set you up with, she said, I got business out of that that paid for Rika for the year. She was in one week, she paid for herself for the year. That was, she was ecstatic. So yeah, so there's so much behind the scenes. All right, we just have a couple minutes left, Rika. Just any other thoughts you wanna share about what it was like being hired just or compared to other clients that you've worked for? Anything you wanna share with us? It's scary when you say 12 steps of hiring process, but. I really don't think it's 12 when you're applying for a job. All you want to do is follow instructions. You want to do what they ask you. So I don't think that it's literally 12. <laughs> it so, was 12. I did put yeah. you through 12 steps, but they were so small and micro. Mm -hmm. You didn't notice it yeah. because they're so small and micro. I can do it really fast, which saves me a ton of time, actually saves you time. But as you said, it can be scary when all of a sudden you just had an interview that was three minutes long to you it was incredibly short but you had one of the longer interviews because it's oh she got through this let's see if she can do the next thing right so it's really strategic but a little bit confusing when you've because i see people their face looks shocked when i say okay we'll let you know within the next 24 hours and they're like wait what like i've been talking for 40 seconds lady what happened they're just in shock but i know what i'm doing and again we've got like a really high successful success rate, like 95% retention rate. So pretty cool. Rika, we so appreciate you very much. I learned lots today. It's really funny. I love your ninja trick of staying on to hear how I was talking to other people. And now I get it. I'm like, oh, I didn't know why they're staying on. That makes sense. I can. I wish you nothing but success with Christine. Can't wait for her to come back for her trip and hear all about it. And thank you again so much for your time. And everyone else, we so appreciate your reviews. We love it if you just stop. I read every single one of them. They're my favorite thing to read in the whole world. We love reviews. And we would also love if you just shared this podcast with one other person. It really, we're here to create a movement where your business supports your life instead of consuming it. And we're always bringing you high quality guests. So share it with one other person and we will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much. Thank you, Chris. Hey guys, hop on over to freegiftfromchris.com. That's free gift, G-I-F-T, from Chris, K-R-I-S, dot com. We are constantly putting goodies in there so that you guys can have a business that supports your life instead of consuming it.